0: Welcome back. It's your boys Lil Speaks and Milski coming to you live with all the great takes on Denver sports. Thank you to everyone tuning in. We are truly excited for another great week of Mile High Homegrown Takes. And I'm going to go ahead and pass it right off to Milski to explain this week's takes. Right on, baby. I'm I'm ready to get back to it episode
1: four man we're flying uh this is a topic we're that we cooking. threw down yeah we threw this down early we want to do this we are all in college football uh huge college football fans obviously pretty much most of our listeners are probably uh, college football fans as well so we're excited to do that uh just me and speaks today no no special guests uh shout out again thanks to josh and uh jackson the last couple of weeks that was super fun uh do Take reach time. out to us if you guys want to come on uh, we have a huge list and so we're gonna we're gonna get all of our guys on because this is just it's so fun um, it's but the we're best loving time. it it is it is we're, we're loving it thank you guys uh, for all the support you guys are like really making us like feel good about what we're doing and, and we're loving it so far so let's get right into it uh college athletes um should they or should they not get paid
0: you tell me and i actually it was funny because i i still remember this uh i think it was my eighth grade year um i did a whole project on this it was called like project citizen or something and like my ending like result i was like yes like there's reasoning behind it it totally makes sense i'm so happy they're doing it right now like i am such a hard yes i think this is how they should do it because the way they're doing it right now it's not necessarily that like the school is paying them they're just allowed to take credit For their own name, their own brand. We're like, you know, before, like I'd walk into the Duck Store at Oregon, and I'd see a number ten Oregon football jersey. Now it didn't have Justin Herbert's name on the back of that, but you know damn sure that that is Justin Herbert. And the only reason that's selling is because he's there. But he's not able to make any profits off that. The reason the NCAA, the reason these schools are making all these this money, is because of the players, and they're taking their rights away with this brand. And it's just not fair. And since uh, starting July 1st, as you've seen, probably a bunch of athletes are posting on their stories. Feel free to hit me up in my DMs if you want to sponsor me, anything like that. They now have the opportunity to take advantage of their own brand, their own personal market, which they should rightfully have, because before they were just kind of getting used by the NCAA, which is a horrible, horrible organization. But I, I don't know. I'm super happy about this.
1: No, I I agree. They do deserve it and that's that's what you said. And I think it's going to be something that's so new that um hopefully there will be like some platforms and some like, you know, organizations that can help these guys earn the like earn the most that they can. Um but yeah, I mean like you said in the jerseys, you know, it you go into a store and it's just like random numbers. And if you're a casual fan, you're like why is like 23 there but like you know if you're a fan you're like oh that's this guy and like that's why it's just not fair for them to like be able to use everything but their name um i think yeah there's there's no arguing that it's not the right choice i think it's a great choice i'm super happy for them and and we now too like being in college like we know some of the athletes like
0: you yeah we might not be
1: awesome. best friends but i'm like i respect that and like i like yeah. am even more happy for them now like in high school is one thing like now being in college understanding it like
0: yeah you know,
1: just the other day like I was back in Iowa city and like the whole football team's there right now. Like they don't mm-hmm. get time off. Like they should be getting able and like, they don't get to work most of the time. Like imagine trying to have a job during your season. So like, that's the other thing is they got to find a way to make money too. You know, Seriously. they're not all going to be going to making millions. So yeah, um, I think it's a great thing. I'm super happy about it. Um totally. I was do you think it'll change anything like will it change it, I think Ooh. personally I think more guys will stay around probably yeah. longer um so I hope it changes it for the good but I, I do worry like college athletes might get money hungry and it takes away from the game like it sometimes can in
0: the pros but I personally think it'll make it better. I I agree and I think that's actually a really good point because I think it is turning into a bit of an issue like if you look at college basketball right now that's a sport that was seriously declining because players now have the option to go overseas where they can make money they have the option to go to the G League some of these guys are coming out of high school going into the G League getting paid five hundred thousand dollars NBA level training and then the next year they have the opportunity to go to the NBA draft when their other route was not make any money. Yes, you got to play for mm-hmm. a college, which is like a dream as a kid and everything. But some of these kids don't have the time. Like you were saying, they, they work hard. They're working constantly. Some of their families need the money. Like maybe that $500,000 that they're making from this G League team, not all of that's going yeah. to them. They have these big families. They need to support them. They need the opportunity to make their dreams come true while still supporting their family. And I absolutely love it. I also will say- and this is going to bring back uh, EA Sports College Football, which is yes, probably the greatest game of all time.
1: It is, it is. Yeah. Let's not let's not dance around the bush. It's it is the greatest game of all time. I mean, you, you, um, <laughs> I I think you said it right. Where when you mentioned like college basketball, I think it from a sense like the NCAA, like you said, like I think it is a shitty organization. I think they do a lot of things wrong. But this was something that put them back in the competitive fields for some of those best athletes coming out of high school and like I personally as a fan like everyone knows like March Madness is like Probably the most fun thing to watch basketball-wise. Like, I I, I value March Madness over the NBA playoffs, personally. So when we have these star-studded athletes being able to stay in play in this March Madness, like, that's things that, like, I think as a fan, like, you should be excited about. You don't want, like, these good prospects. And, like, if you are more of a casual fan, you might not know who these guys are. And then they go off and play in the G League, and you never get to see them. I mean, the G League's never on TV. So, like, you'd much you'd much rather them go to some of these big time schools and play against other star-studded athletes that maybe like, you know, go off somewhere else. So I think that's something that's really good. I think the NCAA made the right choice on that. I think it's going to keep some athletes involved. Um, that's, that's, it's good. I think that's, it's going to be, it's going to change things. Um, going after that, um, we, we touched on it a little bit, our college football background, our, uh, you know, we, we danced around, I would say, so, I'll let, I'll let you start. you know, who did you kind of grow up watching and who did you grow up rooting for?
0: Yeah, totally. And I mean this is something that I think genuinely leads into where we're at right now, especially specifically for you and me. you know, growing up, I had some family at Michigan and I'd always love watching them. you know, I got to see Denard Robinson. I got to uh, go to the stadium, see the big house. I think it's honestly, a really really cool event i mean oregon i fell in love with their jerseys i fell in love with Mariota. D'Anthony thomas was personally one of my favorite players of all time loved oh, yeah. watching him grow up but then obviously like down the list then it goes to like cu and csu like they were not my top choices growing up and nothing against them but like i have this stat right here um out of all college football states and it's not all 50 because not every state has a division one um, college football team or at least in the CFB um, they're 45 total and Colorado ranks 32nd overall and that's like nice. a, yeah it's just hard to watch which is like a huge reason like I said earlier for where we're at right now I think you and me had such a passion for college football where we would watch all the time I know how much of an Iowa you fan, fan you were I was diehard Michigan and Oregon growing up and we wanted to gravitate towards that, which is kind of why we're at our respective colleges right now, because besides, you know, the 1990 CU football championship, which we weren't even alive for, and I don't mm-hmm. remember nearly as much, the best Colorado college team that I remember watching was 2016 CU's team with like Sefa Lufau, Philip yeah. Lindsay. And like, that was a super fun team, but that was like the best team I remember watching in college. Yeah. Like, I mean, I like i know did you ever go to uh like the mile high showdown ever
1: i i never did and i, I actually think we, we we're gonna touch it's it is it's getting moved away from uh um power field that's because from apparently what happens is the students are just <laughs> wrecking the place and it's like just costing <laughs> a bunch of money to like clean it up and all this crap but that 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 is the peak of colorado high or colorado college football and like Agreed. to be honest like you know we got boys at both schools like to be honest like that's nothing special like it's just not like that is not like an in-state rivalry that people talk about like it's fun yep. for all of us because we're from colorado like it is fun like it is that in-state rivalry but totally. it is it is, you know that 30 second you said like that makes sense i hate to say it, it does yeah. like colorado's <laughs> never been there been that way in football mm-hmm. um Yeah. And growing up, like, like you said, like we would get, we would get into CU and CSU a little bit, like, you know, like root for your homers. I was more of a CU guy. I would, I would pull for CU plenty of times. And it it was just like, but they were always lower tier. Like, so with my dad, like obviously born and raised Iowa fan now, like even more Iowa fan, obviously, but it was like Iowa. And then it was like Mizzou for my mom. And then it Mm -hmm. was CU. But like, when you look at those three, it's like, okay, you got big 10, big 12 slash SEC when they moved. And then like, cu team in like a growing pac-12 conference like it was it was pretty like easy to choose like which team <laughs> It was. i was just saying it because you go there i, I <laughs> didn't really want to be honest Like oh, i gosh. think it's it was hard to watch college football in colorado because we were totally Yeah, we were like okay yeah. and then there would yeah. be like every once in a while they'd have a good season
0: yeah and i will still mention like i know and i know we even did this a couple different times so like waking up on saturday and watching game day like that was those are like some of the best times like literally and that never like stopped us from like watching like college game day we still had our teams and everything and i'm absolutely in love with college football but it was hard to like you know there's a certain experience going to a game or growing up with your hometown team being like that much better because like i've even gone to like a cu game and the student section doesn't even get filled like I already lost the opportunity to get the first round of Oregon football tickets for this year. So I got to be like on top of it. Like I like being at schools that have that opportunity. And I mean, you, we were kind of mentioning this earlier. Um, Wait, so you, uh, the uh, mile high showdown is now going to be moved from empower field, which I think kind of, I think that's kind of funny, but how do you feel in general? Because I mean, Broncos was kind of our top tier football there do you what do you what do you call mile high stadium or i mean i guess that's kind of what i call well, it
1: i know i still like so like it's i i literally had to look it up because i always forget it's, it's literally labeled Empower field at mile high so i didn't think they want to get rid of oh. the mile high but there was like okay. sports authority field too like that was in there um but yeah, it's always like yeah mile high stadium like that's always kind of like what it like
0: yeah that's yeah, what people yeah, like say same. like
1: no one says in power field like no, like that's... no one's gonna know what that is so no yeah obviously like i would say mile high Um, yeah but yeah i i think it i think it's sad they're moving away from it because i i did think that was fun and it actually got mm-hmm. pretty packed in there but definitely um, yeah i don't know but <laughs> like, we kind of touched on it Bet when you think about teams too like it's tough like i think about conference so much too oh, um without you know, a doubt in my opinion there's a pretty clear ranking of conference, you know, which is best, yes. which is worse. Just, um, but I do want to, I do want to hear your me. take. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll say, I'll say, I think you can't, you can't argue against the SEC being number one. They're, they're Without just star studded and they have too many teams that every year could compete. And then I think yep. it's probably big 10 and big 12. And I think it kind of, you just, yep. I, I don't know. I don't know which is better. I would say like Ohio state makes me want to think probably Big Ten but at the same time like OU is always solid Texas was really solid and they're coming back so I would say it's them two and then we you wrote this down I think the Pac-12 is bigger than the AC better than the ACC I think the ACC's got Clemson but besides that it's like no ACC games are really ever that fun Florida State was good for a few years but like I think the Pac-12 is better I think the Pac-12 is actually much more competitive
0: and I do think, I, I honestly agree with your list. I just get so frustrated with the Pac-12 sometimes, so I just had to put them at the bottom. But Damn, I mean, you know, like, I was also thinking, like, ACC, you know, they have North Carolina. Um, looking at Sam Howell, he's okay. You know, like, they're never a football school. Like, not not a huge fan. But um, I, th- I I do agree. I get frustrated with the Pac-12 because it's hard when, like, like I look at Oregon's schedule this year, and I know we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but, like, there's one game in my mind that's going to just make or break this entire season. And it's because we don't have enough good teams in our conference to take a loss or two and still have the opportunity to make like a new sure. year's six bowl. And like, that's why it gets tough, but I know it's the same thing for the ACC. I totally agree. I mean, the SEC is just so dominant every year. I personally put the big 10 over the big 12. Um, like I'm looking right here, you put bowl game records. The big 10 was four and five big 12 was one and five that's already just more teams and wins yeah. in bowls and i think they're just more of a solid conference you know when i think big 12 i think offense like i yeah. think that's their biggest thing like they're gonna put up some points it's gonna be fun to watch but i've always respected the big 10 i i would uh, easily put them number two but yeah no the pack 12 sometimes god man it, it just frustrates me <laughs> yeah you know let me let me say one more thing on it is is
1: to say look at those five conferences last year's bull records two conferences finished with a winning record the sec were eight and one the pack 12 was the only other one so no, the, no, let, I'll take i mean, that. <laughs> like i am not gonna say like let's get out of hand here but that's good true, i think they're true. getting there and i think it is getting yeah. more competitive um but yeah, yeah it's good so let's look into college football playoff now a lot of talks possibly go into 12 teams i like that love i love that eight's even better than four. I think you yeah. got to get away from four, but 12 is great. Um, if we go 12, um, what's your thought on that? What any surprise teams that might be able to make it? You know, I think it gives the best part about that is that gives Oregon and Iowa a legit shot, in my opinion, every year to make the playoffs.
0: Totally agree. And that's actually like two things I was going to say is I actually do think there's a chance for both of our teams to make this. Like, I think we have the opportunity. Like, I think for us, our goal, we can, we'll, I mean, I'll just kind of bring up our schedule. Now the two biggest teams that we have week two at Ohio state, even if we lose that and we win out, we win the PAC 12, we beat USC, we beat UW. And also this year ASU, they're actually looking really nasty. I think Jaden Daniels at ASU is going to be really good, but I think Oregon has a great chance if it's 12 teams. Cause I, I don't know, like I know they've talked about expanding it. I believe 12 is the number I've heard the most you're going to get your regulars. You're going to get Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I hate, I really don't ever respect mm. them. I've never been a fan of them. I do want to know your take actually though, because I'm looking at a list from CBS. They have here, I'll read it off. So they have Alabama at one, Clemson at two, Ohio State at three, Notre Dame at 4 AM at five, Oklahoma at six, Florida at seven, and then Cincinnati at eight. I want to know your take on Cincinnati. I know, like, I actually don't know nearly as much about them, but do you think like they had a great season last year? Peach Bowl, that was awesome. Like, I I I mm-hmm. just am like kind of shocked that like they're gonna start to pick up a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I so good buddy of mine at Iowa, Gil has always said that like one of those smaller teams like non-power five teams needs to make the playoffs. Like you made arguments for UCF in the past. I don't think so. Like with four with 12, yeah, I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think you, I think a team like Cincy should be able to get in and I think, you know, you, you touched on Notre Dame. Like I agree. Notre Dame should not be touching a playoff again if it's fine, if it's top four. Um, yeah but
0: I totally agree in,
1: in this setting with 12 teams, you can't, now it's just not like four best teams. Like there's going to be some upsets. And I think that's really what would make it more exciting because at the end of the day, like I would say the biggest upset in the college football playoffs was year one when Ohio state came in as a four seed and beat Bama and then hate to say it, but then they beat Oregon. But like, besides that, like at the end of the day, how is Ohio state, like the biggest upset. Like, I think that's yeah. what I would like to change. So I'm okay with a Cincy in there. Um, Yeah. I, I saw that. I saw the rankings. I, I think that's a good thing. I think that it Same. needs it.
0: Yeah. And I think you actually touched on it earlier, just kind of what you said, like March madness, like that one of the reasons March madness is so awesome yeah. is because of the upsets. Like there are these number one teams getting knocked out left and right. And that just is more exciting. You know, there's those Cinderella stories and college sports in general, like, I, I love pro sports. It's so much fun to watch, but like you can, you can attest to this being in college. You see how hard these kids work. They're not just athletes. They're student athletes. I mean, some of these schools, like they get past that really easily. And I've seen that firsthand, but like, seriously, these kids are grinding their butt off for their dreams. And like, once you make it to the pros, I feel like, you know, money comes a little bit into a bigger factor, but like right now, this is like a die hard dream. And I think if we, exp- if we, we're able to see a 12-team playoff and we somehow saw Cincinnati make it to semifinals, even the finals, I'd be rooting for them. I think that'd be yeah. awesome. I think it'd be so cool to see them beat an Ohio State, a Clemson, get Bam out of there. It's, it's their time already. I think it'd be fun for the sport. I do, because I think yeah. at times, sometimes those big teams do lose
1: early on in the season, but throw one of those big upsets in the playoffs, like that's that's all the more exciting. Um, so I think it's a good idea. I think it'd be fun. Um, but with 12, I think there'd, there'd probably be, like Cincy, some dark horse teams. So do you have a team in mind that you think might be a dark horse that could come in maybe from the 8 to 12 seed and make some noise?
0: Yeah, no, totally. I mean, oh, gosh, I... I know you're not going to like this. Don't say <laughs> it. I know you don't I, say it. I hate it. They, they destroyed us last year, and I got to witness firsthand. Iowa State looks oh, so <laughs> nasty. Two Wiseman <laughs> candidates, Brock Purdy and Brees Hall. And I have to say, Not the biggest fan on Brock pretty. I think, you know, he's got some great tight ends, great offense. I love uh, their offensive coordinator. I think they're set there, but I think Brees Hall jr. I'm sorry. I think he's nasty. I think he could be something special running backs in college, especially in the big 12. You know, like I said, it's an offensive uh, conference. Like there's so many points scored and everything. I I really do think they have a chance to go far. Um, I do also say Oregon, but I don't think they're going to get even close. You know, I, I I think we need one more year. We have a good team. We have a great uh, recruiting class, and I'm always going to be a hometown, which, you know, it's it's really fun to witness firsthand. I'm super excited to finally get back into the stadium. But my Dark Horse team, I'm locking it in. It's going to be, hate to break it, to it's Iowa State. I'll I'll be dead honest with you. I will never say anything nice about Iowa State. The
1: (laughs) biggest compliment I can give them is every year I'm scared about playing them because it's, like, it is in-state. And, like, whoever's good that year, it goes – it is. I, it is really good. And whoever's good, it goes out the window. It's just football. Yeah. And it is a close game every year. Yep. What I'll say is I haven't never been this scared of an Iowa State team. That's the only compliment I give. I fair. have never been as scared. So fair. I I can agree with it, but Iowa State's going to Iowa State, man. They will choke. They are the biggest choke artists. They're going to lose someone. They might lose to you and I uh, week one. would love yeah. to see that. So <laughs> I, I agree. Biggest compliment I give them is, I'm, is I'm scared of them. Here's my other fair. dark horse. Totally Here's my fair. dark horse, though, is – They're a team that like, in my opinion, will probably make the playoffs, but no one would, I pick this team to, I might pick this team to win it. Texas A&M last season, phenomenal season and a little short had the second best rushing defense last year, ninth overall defense. They have an sec offense. So they're going to be able to put up points when you have a defense that good, you can stop the teams like Bama or Auburn, who I think Bama might struggle a little bit more this year and they get Bama and Auburn both at home. They don't have to play Georgia. They get their last game, is probably going to be one of their toughest ones. And I don't know how good they're going to be, but on the road to LSU. So my dark horse is, is AM. I think they can make a lot of noise in the SEC. I think Bama might slow down a little bit this year and not be as dominant. So that's my kind of dark horse pick. But yeah. those are both, both solid picks. Um, I,
0: I, also love that I also have to say their stadium because this is one thing I always have had a passion for is college football stadiums Texas A&M has one of the coolest stadiums I have to say that Kyle Field that thing is every time they score the touchdown just fire off the rifles oh my gosh
1: but, when they had when
0: they had Manziel, that place was. Oh rocking. my god! It, 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 and, they are the home of the 12th man. They are the home of the yeah, 12th man. Yeah, no, that's it. Couldn't be more true. I mean, their stadium seats so many, and like that's one, like that's one yeah. of the cool things too. That I will say. Going back a little bit, we talked about um, how the Maha Showdown is going back to yeah. CU and CSU Stadium. There is something special just about playing in your college stadium. Like it's just yeah. that much more of a home field advantage, and it is pretty fun. So I do want to touch I, on that, but oh, go I ahead. Agree. I was going to say, I think it'll actually make it a bit more exciting instead of them yeah, playing in a big stadium yeah. where it's half and half.
1: Like, I think it'll be fun where one of them's the road team. Like, it, like I would be excited to be the road team, but like, if, yeah, yeah. like be the true home team too. Like, that'd be really fun. So I I think it's going to do some good for point. the rivalry. Um, let's, after, so after playoff, I want to hear your thoughts on Heisman Take. I know you mentioned a couple Iowa State yeah. bums, but I don't even think
0: they could spell Heisman, so I'm not even. I, I agree. Conversation. I I I I originally put down Breeze because I just saw him destroy, absolutely destroy yeah. Oregon. That just hurt me. But I actually very much believe in this next one. I okay. believe DJ Ugaliley. I don't really yeah. know exactly how you say his last name. At Clemson, the 6'4", 250-pound QB, like, man, that's a beast right there. I think that man has the opportunity to do it. You know, coming out of high school, he was a dual-sport athlete. We've seen how well that goes, Baker, Russell, you know, and it's always baseball and football, and it's that quarterback usually. He has that arm. He can run. He already saw the field last year when Trevor was down. He had that insane game against Notre Dame, even yeah. though they lost. Screw Notre Dame. God, I hate them. But mm-hmm. he beat Boston College too. And he really showed a ton. Like I was really excited to see his potential. I he Oregon was a second choice. So I had an eye on him for a while. So I got to see him and he he's just he's there. He has the IQ. He has that cool, kind of calm, collectedness when the games get big. He wasn't messing up. He wasn't throwing interceptions, but he's also not afraid to throw that long ball. I absolutely love that. And then I do have a dark horse. Cause I am, I am a little bit of a hometown guy. I got to say Kayvon Thibodeau. That man is okay. a beast. And you know, like I love seeing like defensive guys, like get into yeah. the conversation. I haven't seen it too much. I've seen him on a couple lists and I, you're going to like this. This was funny. They said on NFL.com, his ceiling, they could compare him to DeMarcus Ware. I think that's Ooh, awesome. That's I think a good that's a, comparison. That's what I was saying. I said that's very fair. because So so in his past 21 games, he's had 12 sacks, 23.5 tackles for loss. And, like, I mean, this is crazy that he's so similar size. But he's 6'5", 250 pounds, which is also why, I like, DJ, Oof. he's the same size as a defensive end. Like, what? Like, that's yeah. just – yeah, but those are those are my those are my two that I I I won I believe and won my dark horse. That's I like I like that pick a lot, and I I do like having defensive players in there too. Like I think yeah. I think
1: defensive players should be getting more recognition. Like there's a lot of things defensive players that do that's not on the stat sheet. That yeah. like I think a stat sheet determines a Heisman year. So I think those are good picks. Uh, you mentioned this guy earlier. My dark horse, Sam Howell, UNC. <laughs> The dude is a beast. And UNC also low key a dark horse team that I could get behind. But Mac Sam Brown's Howell, doing
0: something over there. Holy. Cow.
1: Yes. Mac Brown's doing something. UNC's good. They're getting better. Sam Howe's going to be a junior this coming year. Um had an amazing freshman year sophomore year dialed back just a little bit in like touchdowns. He was, he had, had like 37 touchdowns, especially when he was 30 this year, um, through for 3,500 yards, 68% completion percentage. He's one of those guys. That's just a gamer. Like he's going to win you games that like, sometimes you aren't going to like, think you're better than, or like, sometimes you're just having a tough game. Like he is just a gamer. And I like that in guys. And I think he, I think he could win a Heisman and UNC. Like you said, Mac Brown, they have a bunch of young, new guys, like at wide receiver and a couple, they have one really good tight end as well um but i think i think sam howell um is up there um and then my uh homer pick because like i was gonna do a homer pick too is uh, you got to you tyler got to. goodson running he back out of iowa um Pains me to say you might not be the best running back in Iowa, but with an offensive line like we have, I mean, he's like our first like really skilled running back that's like super athletic in a while. Um, so he's just really fun to watch. And like he probably looks like a Heisman because honestly, Iowa's just full of a bunch of white slow dudes, and like we just like run like eye formation and like sideline outs all the time. So we have some guy that like comes in and busts like an 85-yard run where he like jukes the safety. I'm like, give him the Heisman. I'm like, give him the Heisman because we never see that. So it's kind of fun to have a guy like that but oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's got a little ways to go but I think uh junior year he, he could he could do something this year
0: hey especially with that O line you got you never know he could he could be the best running back this year in Iowa I think that'd be fun to see it, you guys are gonna have a great rivalry game wait is it home or away this year
1: away week two all right. Big game. Big game. It's going to be good. So with, with the Homer side of things, obviously we're probably going to be a little bit more inclined to say we're going to do better than we will. But what? let's talk Oregon first. Um, yeah. What, what are your thoughts? Like right off the bat, what are your thoughts coming into this year?
0: Totally. You know, I mean, last year was a super weird year for everyone. You know, we yeah. lost a lot of players. A lot of people opted out. But we pretty much – lost maybe we we lost panay which that one hurt a lot that's yeah. a beast and i'm excited even though he's going to lions he's gonna do a lot we lost a couple dbs but we got a ton of fillers we got some great recruits i'm super excited our biggest question mark last year was quarterback which i do have to say tyler shug super nice guy all they talk about is his mom on college football which she had a very hard story but that is all that dude has is like his story with his i mom. know i know. He was, he was, I don't think he's going to do anything at Texas tech. I just have to say that mm-hmm. like, but I do like Anthony Brown. Um, he's 25 years old, so he's got the IQ there. He's really old. <laughs> we have some young quarterbacks too, that are looking to uh, fill into the team a lot. I honestly see us winning out except for Ohio state. I really like our team. I really like our leadership I think we can afford a loss to Ohio State week two. It's going to be a way to that's a little tough. I think we have the pieces. We have the coaches. We have everything else we need to win out the Pac-12, make a solid push for the college football playoffs, depending on how big it is. And I could see us being in a bowl game. Honestly, I saw it again with Iowa State. God, that would suck. I saw Fiesta Bowl against Texas A&M, but I am kind of with you. I don't think we're going to be able to make it up to that level because I do think a is going to surprise a lot of people this year.
1: Yeah. I think that's a fair take. And I, and I think your point on Ohio state's true. If from your standpoint, obviously you don't want to drop a game. If you're one game you're going to drop is on the road to Ohio state, like that's still a yeah. heck of a resume. Yeah. And I, what I like about it too, is it's, it's week two. So, yeah. you know, I think it's, you guys got Fresno state week one, that should be one to oh. know. If you lose to Ohio State, you're sitting 500. What a learning experience for all those guys, too.
0: Seriously. And that
1: should propel you into a good season. So I don't think that's out of reach at all. And a one-loss Pac-12 champ, that's, that's that's playoffs in my opinion. And that's,
0: yeah, no, I totally agree. And I did also forget to mention our defense this year is going to win us some big games. I don't know what specifically Crunch. our linebackers are looking insane. Our DBs are awesome. Obviously, we have Kayvon. I don't know where it's going to come from. I do just want to say our defense is going to do something for us. But that's
1: big having a having a big time defense. Like a lot of times, like we said, like people look past the defense, how important it is. If your yeah. defense can win you games that yeah. your offense might be struggling, that's a championship team
0: right there. Seriously, and you guys have never had that issue. Honestly, I feel like Iowa's always at least solid. Like they've never had a bad defense. You know, like they at least they're at least willing to hold it in there. But you guys have some interesting seasons. Let's let's uh let's go ahead and hear your take on uh, Iowa.
1: I obviously am, like, I'm going to go full-on eternal optimistic side right here and say we're going to win the Big Ten West. I think the best thing coming into the season is Wisconsin's not the clear favorite, so there's a lot of, like, question marks about who's going to take that next step. Um, And I think, obviously, coming in, Northwestern coming in, they're ranked 10th right now, which I think is a little premature. They won the Big Ten West last year, but I, yeah, I, I don't think they're that good. Um, so I'm not yeah. worried about them. I think Minnesota will be fine. Um, I think Wisconsin is going to be good. I think we have to worry about them a little But Then, like, you, there's just so many question marks surrounding Nebraska still that, like, I don't really – like, I think they're going to be much better this year. I think they are going to start to get good this year, which worries me. But I think this is the year that we can finally take the Big Ten West. Um, we don't really have a tough schedule. We open up at home to Indiana, which is going to be insane. They're top ten right now. I think they're good. And then it's on the road to Iowa State. And then after that, I would say we're favorites in almost every game after that. We do have to go to Wisconsin and Northwestern back-to-back. That's going to be tough. But that is. home to Penn State. Maryland's not that good home to Purdue home to Minnesota home to a a, you know pretty crappy Illinois and then like finishing on the road at Nebraska like I think this could be the year um, Petrus was trash last year to be quite honest I I wanted to amp him up more than what he did but he was trash Um, but but he was new and I think that it's tough to be a new quarterback in that system like we always like our guys really always struggle in the first year but then they really get into the offense so I think Spencer's gonna have a great year I think if Goodson can stay healthy and like take a workload off him I think this could be a year that we make some noise and I think honestly us in Oregon are like in the exact same spot like low-key like week two we're at Iowa State you're at Ohio State those are going to be the biggest game of the season and like seriously I don't want to say I'm okay losing it, but if you drop those games, it's early enough where, like, I feel confident where, like, we can, like, you got to pick it up after that. Like, you got to, like, then go, like, put your foot to their throat.
0: And the best part too is both of those games, like those teams are ranked higher than us. Like they're like we have the opportunity yeah. to make a statement win, and I also do think on the road, I, both of us. I, yeah, that's the thing is if, and that's the thing is if you can beat Iowa State on the road, you can easily beat Nebraska on the road. Because yeah. yes, they are going to have a good year. I really like Scott Frost; they're doing a lot over there, but they, it's still taking some more time. Nebraska, when they're fully good, that stadium is hard to play in. That's another really oh, cool man. stadium. That, yeah. that is ridiculous, but I don't know. I think we're in the same exact position. I could see if there's a 12-team playoffs. I definitely see if it goes well for us, both of us will be in there. That'd be crazy if somehow like, we're, yeah. we're maybe matching up. Oh, my God, I'd lose Imagine. my mind. <laughs> That'd be the, that would be insane. <laughs> that would be, and I mean, you know, kind of closing it off and leading into the last one because that would probably be the all-time greatest college football moment I've 100%. ever had. But percent what would you say your favorite memory or favorite college football moment of all time is?
1: Um, I'm going more recent just because I would, I would say it was probably – I have two. Obviously, they're Iowa. Yeah. I have two. I have two. <laughs> I'm, I'm deciding on two. I, I had one earlier. But sorry, I – Number one, uh, 2015, Iowa took down undefeated number ranked, uh, number three ranked Michigan came to Kinnick the last second field goal. We were out of that game until there was like eight minutes left in the fourth. And we like I remember get that. like a safety oh in the my. first half. We get like yeah. a big play touchdown. We get like an interception. We get like a punt deflection and like, we get a good return. Like it just, there's like five plays. And it was like, holy cow, we're down two, and we have the ball like in there. end, like, we're going to get a game winner. I say that. And then the, just ass whooping of ohio state at home has to be like one of the funnest games ever i had to watch oh, that yeah. game on my phone but like i just like kept remembering like we kept keeping up with them scoring wise i'm like holy cow it's like 14 14 and then it, like we took off and i was like yeah just did not know what happened like it took me like a good day or two to realize i'm like wow we really just beat ohio state by like <laughs> 500 points so like those are probably my two favorite obviously i wish i was there um got to rush the field one slash or two years ago against minnesota but like being able to like just see your school like just like have like everything going for them like they're all over social media like they pulled the upset of the weekend like that is just so fun like those are the times that i love
0: um yeah i would probably guess yours is oregon but i I don't know give it to me yeah you hit the nail right on or whatever whatever that saying is i'm, I'm too tired i just drove three <laughs> hours anyways we're <More>, <laughs> <laughs> you're totally right though and i mean i i think you made like a really good point too is like once you're here you get to really experience it like so much more like like yes we grew up like idolizing these schools but like going to your first mm-hmm. ever game which actually will be my moment i'm gonna talk about here is so incredible like that that is such a cool feeling sitting in the student section it's electric having the opportunity to go rush onto the field like it's awesome like so my actually first game ever at oregon was my freshman year it was college game day actually and it was stanford against stanford We did end up losing this game. However, I got to go backstage. I got to take a picture with Lee Corso, which was super cool. We were like literally the entire day, like everyone's out on the streets and like, this is a cool thing. It's like, we both live in college towns. So the whole day, like leading up to it, everyone's stoked. Like they're super excited. We have this really cool walk to the stadium where everyone gets to be like super uh, juiced up about, then you get to go into the stadium. And then like throughout the weekend, if you win, you beat a, awesome team which for some reason we just did not beat stanford that is the only game in my entire life that i will actually say the refs completely changed that because we were up 14 all right, all right you want to hear this so we were you. up we were up 14 we were on the 25 and we were driving we were about to be in the red zone we handed off to cj verdell this man runs it all the way to the end zone they he gets in like I'm I am I believe this to this day he scores a touchdown the refs call his knee down at well because he because he fumbled it and it went out but he was across they they ruled it so his knee was down at the half inch line so there's seven points that we just missed right there next play I'm like okay we didn't get the touchdown we're about to get it right here nope it's a fumble six Stanford literally runs it all the way from one end to the other when we were about to be up by 14. That's what it was. But instead, we missed out on a touchdown and they just scored. And then they went, stopped us, scored again, beat us that night. God, that was so hard to hear. But it was one of the coolest experiences ever just because it was my first Oregon game, college game day and everything. That is the only time I will say the refs did that. But I think you're right. I think my best memories have just been here. I got to storm the field um, with uh, uh, against UW, and that was actually with Jackson, who was on the yeah, podcast yeah, last week. Yeah. So that was that was so much fun when he came and visited out here. But there's something about college football; like I, I just get super excited about it, it's super passionate. And I mean, you and me can definitely understand it's something that we'll never like, never get rid of. Yeah, and I think the cool thing for us
1: too is is we grew up. Oregon and Iowa fans in Colorado so we we watched games on tv all the time we didn't ever get to go and now like being able to go sit in those student sections that we like looked at and like be a part of it like it means so much and like the the tailgating man like the tailgating (laughs) is phenomenal like it is exactly like what we wanted and and Mm -hmm. so much more and yeah um I, I'm so excited for college football. I get so excited for college football, right? When NBA and NHL playoffs start ending, I get so excited for college football. I love the Broncos, but I do not get as excited for the Broncos as I do college football. It is just, it's a weekend long marathon of just like good college football. And it's like so fun, no matter what games on. So I am so amped for this year. There's going to be I, a lot to talk about.
0: Hey, I better see the uh, overalls coming out again this year. <laughs> the overalls are a game day
1: must. And yep. if you don't own a pair of overalls with your team stripes on them, I honestly don't know if you I can call you a fan. I really hey, don't. are you
0: hating on me? Mine are just in the wash, you know. They're, yeah,
1: you're, just, Yeah, I <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I have mine on right now. Just no one can see.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's wearing nothing else. But uh, all right. <laughs> we uh, we did want to uh, let you guys know we we're getting your feedback. We are gonna try and shorten these episodes a little bit. You know, it's just really hard because it's so much fun to talk about. We want to hear your guys' takes. We're really trying to input that. Um, with our content. I mean, I know Mason, all, all the boys out in Iowa, like I've been seeing that. Thank you so much. All the guys in Oregon, Colorado, everywhere. You know, we just want to continue to do this, have a really good time. This is episode four. How are you feeling, Mace?
1: Dude, uh, you you couldn't have said it better. We're having a blast. Um, every time like people like comment or DM or text us, like it's just like makes me want to like work harder insane. for it. And like this is already taken off more than we hoped. Um we, we love having special guests. We'll probably have someone on soon. Um, but we do really want to thank you guys again for like just all the support, all the positivity coming towards us. Um, we're having a blast. Uh, you know, that's it. That's it for today, man. Week, week four, we're done. Uh, moving on next Sorry. week, five, we're going to have a fun, uh, little episode next week, but, uh, for today, that's all. Uh, thanks for listening guys. We'll